the movie Hood Review People on Podbean. What's going on, man? It's another horror movie, Hood Review. It's your boy T-Shine. Hope everybody's having a great weekend, man. It's kind of dreary here and raining, so I figure go ahead and just do a weekend podcast. And on a super good classic, yeah, ghoul is definitely the word. Uh, yep, gone back again, shooting back past the, past the eighties. We are going to 1973, the best year ever, cause that was the year I was born. And it was, uh, man, this movie definitely changed the face, the idea, the spiritual connection of a horror movie. And how it makes you feel. So it really, uh, when I seen it, I seen the movie originally and I think it was, I believe 73, something like that. But I mean, here's a little. I'm going to go ahead and give it to you anyway, a little. Thing popped up. This is your hint. Somewhere between science and superstition, there is another world. You got it. 1973's classic, classic, The Exorcist. Uh, definitely a wild movie. Wild movie. Uh, awesome. Linda Blair, being her age at the time, played a, an amazing role. She, she, she did it. She did the damn thing. There was a lot of spooky stuff that happened on the set. Uh, while they were filming this movie, there were, uh, I think the director had like gotten some phone calls or, uh, with just high pitch, um, just, I guess, noise in his, in his phone. It would just hang up and go dead. And Linda Blair says she experienced a few things, um, 
it was a it was a pretty I think a couple people even passed away on the set. It was it was wild, definitely wild. Uh, 1973 people were not ready for this movie at all, so they edited it, they released it, and still still sent people running and going to church and. You know, back in these days, it, it, that was not common. In 73, that wasn't common. You know, you, the worst, the, the, I guess, horror that you would get would be probably something like Kolchak, The Night Stalker, which is a, a great TV show series, but still it was a series. Uh, what's up, Pop Popsky? Welcome to the podcast, man. Uh, male, male or female, whichever. Um, going good, man. Going good. Raining out here. So kind of, yeah, everything is great, brother. Hope all is well with you. Hope, hope you're having a good weekend. Hope you had a good Friday night. Hope you smoked some weed and watched some horror movies. Uh, we're talking about The Exorcist today, the original horror movie that sent your ass running to church. I mean, it, it was, it was wild. I didn't end up watching it until about 1980. Even my mom, who really put me on the horror movies, would not watch this movie with me. She told me she was like, it's too much. Uh, it's, it was too much to the fact that they had to re-release it. The version you never seen. And it was the version with her crawling down the stairs backwards and like. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, the, I, we're, we're, we've definitely got British weather over here, man. Most definitely. But, uh, I much love to the UK. I love the UK, man. Uh, my ancestors are from there, you know, last name Taylor. Um, you know, I've also, I, I think, I think I'm Scotch Irish on that side. And, um, oh, so your last name's Taylor too. That'd be, that's, that's, that's super cool. Um, but yeah, man, it, it definitely, uh, oh, just Scottish. Hey, that's what's up, man. Freedom. <laughs> oh, William Wallace, man, he was the shit. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, this uh, this movie had Linda Blair in it. Uh, again, as, as young as she was, she played a hell of a part, a hell of a part. Loved the priest, uh, you know, Damien Karras, uh Loved, you know, when they brought the the other priest in and made it happen. And a lot of, you know, a lot of people don't know that this was based off a true story. This is based off true events that happened to a boy, uh, in Northern, the Northern part of the U S I want, I want to say like New Hampshire or something, but, uh, you know, the story basically plans out that, uh, Reagan has got a Ouija board, one of the worst fucking toys to ever get your kid. Do not get your fucking kid a Ouija board, man. Uh, 
Hey, man, I appreciate it. Much love and respect, brother. Much love and respect. Yeah, I do. Oh, cool. Yeah, man, I've actually been in quite a few independent films. Uh, the Scarecrow series, one and two. I don't know if that, that's reached over there. Um, I was also, I was also an extra in, um, The Nightbreed. And yeah, from Clive Barker, but it was, like I said, it was an extra, you know, I didn't even get credited for that. So I'm not a, I'm more of a, I do hip hop and I do hip hop and review movies. So that's, that's what I do. But, um, yeah, back to, uh, the exorcist, this kid Reagan, you know, she's playing with this Ouija board and her mom sees her playing with it. And she's like, you know, yeah, let's play. And, uh, Captain Howdy is the, the spirit is what, you know, he's telling Reagan that he is and it's supposed to be, you know, <laughs> I got you, brother. Much love, man. Good look, good, good looking out. That's all right, man. I can get right back on the rail. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they, they're playing with Ouija board and all of a sudden she starts acting different and the mother has no idea. She's kind of agnostic, uh, doesn't believe really in anything, just believes in, um, science. So, um, she finally, after having her daughter taken to numerous, numerous psychiatrists, doctors, testing, and, and back then, them, those tests weren't easy. Like, those motherfuckers hurt. I had to go through some shit when I was younger, too, around four or five at, at around that time, and because I was born in 73, and it wasn't fun. Shit hurt. And so they're, they're putting her through all this stuff and she, she starts snapping and, you know, like, don't touch me. And <laughs> her quote was to the doctor, uh, keep her hand, keep his hands off her goddamn cunt. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's fucking crazy. Like 1973, people weren't ready for this shit. Like they weren't ready. So they had to re-release it. And still people weren't ready. You know, they were, they were like, man, fuck this. I am not missing another Sunday in church. And yeah, it was, a, it was a trip. My mom, the just super horror fanatic, loved horror books, uh, movies, every, everything. She, it scared the shit out of her in 1973 because she was pregnant with me when it first came out. She left the house with my older sisters, took off to her mother's, and then stayed the night. And my dad, being a cop, he he came by and he checked on them and everything. And he had a friend of his two nights later get up in the attic and stay up in the attic. And when he left for work, the guy, his buddy started making noises because, as in the movie, that's where it originates. She starts hearing shit in the attic, thinks it's rats, you know, goes to the, the little Butler guy asks him, you know, about getting traps and stuff. He's like, no, no, I've checked. And now motherfucker, you ain't checked for this type of rat. And, uh, 
So, but anyway, he got a bear and scared the shit out of my mom. My mom left, left the house again, and she was so pissed off at my dad for doing that little joke. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, so after taking her to all these, these doctors, man, they probed her and they've done brain scans and, uh, blood work and all this shit, they end up asking her to go to a holistic healer and, you know, that's, that's basically when he tells her, do you believe in exorcism? So her mom goes out and she starts hunting that she hunts down Damien Karras and well, she actually meets a priest at a home function. This is the infamous scene where, where Reagan pisses in the floor and you know, they're all singing and shit, man. Super good, funny spoof in scary movie two. And I love it where she comes downstairs and she's pissing. They're playing that song. Shake that ass. Watch yourself. And it's super hilarious, man. I loved it. But, uh, anyway, she had, she, she knows a priest. The priest, um, tells her to go and find you know, cares and that he has experience with this stuff. She goes, gets him, talks to him. Um, basically he tells her, you know, there's, there's not, um, any kind of demonic possession that he can tell. He thinks that she needs therapy, that she needs to go into therapy. She needs to, uh, be looked at by psychiatrists, put on medication, all this shit. And he goes up. Even though she starts speaking in different languages, she makes the drawer pull out, uh, the infamous, uh, do it again, you know, and the, of course, Reagan is, um, too, too vulgar display of power, you know, and that's, I just always remember that, man. I was just like, oh shit, you know, like she's not trying to bring it all out right now, you know, she's holding it back and, you know, she's, she's got something coming. So, uh, he goes, he may, you know, he makes his decision that she's not possessed. She claims that she is the devil, uh, says that it is as common as saying that you are Napoleon Bonaparte. And that's what it leads up to because, uh, Father Karras is also a psychiatrist. So he's going to, try his best to pull out a a psychological answer for uh Reagan's mother and it it doesn't work she basically calls him lets him know that his, you know her daughter is snapping her head done spun around you know have you seen what she did your cunting daughter? Like, oh man, it fucking still to this day gives me chills, man. Like, I fucking love, <laughs> I swear, man, it, it gives me chills. And then, lick me, lick me, lick me. And, ah, it's just, you know, motherfuckers in 73 weren't ready for that. Motherfuckers in, in 79, 83, 89 would not be ready for this shit. 
Like they really took the demonic story and ran with it and totally fucking ran with it. And I, I just, I thought, man, I thought they did a hell of a job because I would not, I, I turned away, got up a couple of times and left the fucking room. No, it's definitely, it's definitely not the ET or short circuit, man. Johnny Five is alive. Well, this bitch is not alive. She is fucking possessed by Ibizu or whatever the fuck his name is, man. Like mean ass fucking demon. And, uh, but you know, she starts, yeah, dude, she gets, it gets worse and, you know, stabbing herself in the pussy with a, well, vagina, whatever the fuck you want to call it, man, with a cross and, and it, <laughs> you know, motherfuckers did not see that shit. It was a, you know, 73 was a, was a very wholesome time. Um, you know, just getting done with the Vietnam War, um, sending our troops back home from Vietnam and then bam, you, you, you hit the cinema with Ah, good, the bad, and the ugly. What's going on, man? Welcome to the welcome to the podcast. Talking about the Exorcist, uh, nineteen seventy three. But uh, yeah, yo yo, yes, yeah, definitely fucking scary, man. Creep me the fuck out. Like I got up and. The old Russian roulette scene. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, they, um, they find out that, you know, th- this bitch is possessed. Something's wrong. You know what I'm saying? She's, she's freaking the fuck out. So, so, uh, Damien, Father Karras loses his mother, loses his mom, and, um, they end up, he he blames himself and basically basically changes his mind to take on the the whole um Reagan thing, you know, and gonna gonna give it an, another shot. And so they call him, he comes over and man she's she is up and it's it's the infamous I call it the hydraulic scene because she went up and down and flopping and almost broke her goddamn neck and all this shit, man. Dude, she had pl- so many problems during the movies. The movie, yeah, she had, she was experiencing stuff at home. Um, always felt like that, that somebody was watching her. Um, I think there was a couple, I think she even almost had a car wreck. So, um, yeah, man, a lot of things were happening to different people. They, uh, a few people had died on the, on the set while they were getting it ready and while they were filming, filming it. So yeah, super crazy, man. You don't fuck with the devil, man. Like, yes, they did a, uh, they actually did, uh, three of them. Uh, part two had James Earl Jones in it. Um, yeah, yep, did three. Actually, the, uh, it's the Exorcist, the Heretic, I believe. Uh, it's got George C. Scott, um, a bunch of other good, you know, kind of well-known actors. I, I'm fucking stoned, so I can't remember all of them. Speaking of stone, I am fixing to smoke 
some fire, fire fucking Mendocino perp. And I have got some glass shatter. And I'm fixing to take a hit of that. But I hope you guys take a little smoke break. But I'm going to take me one, take me about a minute or so. that bitch in the exorcist my fucking head is spinning (coughs) all right i am i am back and whoo but yeah um back to the movie they father cares he uh gets a hold of the um, the wrong, the Catholic Church lets them know the situation, what's going on. Um, and they call in, uh, Father Lan- Marin Lancaster comes in, and <coughs> of course, he's the one who dealt with the, the situation that, that you'll see in part two. And, uh, I swear it really is, man, because, you know, I guess I guess like a Christian belief or, um, you know, any other beliefs like uh, they don't they don't believe in that. You know, they don't believe they believe that a demon is something that's on your back like a habit, you know, not something that can get into your mind and uh, get into your body. You know, so they they believe that um, you can pray and you can pray and you can live right and uh, <clears throat> yeah, I believe it to a degree. I mean, like I said, there's you know. It's 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 really a mixed situation. Even in the movie, Damien tells her, you know, you probably know about, you know, exorcisms more than most priests. They they looked at it as an embarrassment to uh, even mention the word exorcism. And but it just sometimes uh, it, it happened. You know, it, it's happened. There's a movie, and it is called The Right, R-I-T-E. It's got uh, Anthony Hopkins uh, plays a hell of a part, man. And, yeah, if, if you've seen it, man, and that's a true story. That's based on a true story. They actually, the real priest, If you, I don't know if you guys have watched BuzzFeed on YouTube, 
uh, BuzzFeed, man, is, uh, it, it's, they're hilarious. Shama J and, uh, I think it's Ryan Bergera. And they go and do all these unsolved stuff. And they were going to the Doll Island, the infamous haunted Doll Island. And they wanted to be blessed by a priest. And it happened to be the same priest, Kovacs, that went over in the right to learn about exorcism. And this guy has done so many exorcisms that it is ridiculous. And I'm going to do a podcast on that as well. I'm going to do one on the right because, man, good fucking movie. Good movie. Had me, I mean, dude, I was all up in the movie, like, getting ready, like, like what the fuck, what's fixing to happen now, you know? And I, and I ain't going to lie. There is a certain part in the, uh, in the movie, man, where it shows the girl who is possessed in the right with the nails and stuff. Her aunt is fine as fuck. I don't know who that bitch is, but she's fucking fine. Anyway, uh, back to the exorcist. Um, anyway, they get, you know, they get the other priest to come. Father Marin, he comes, uh, goes upstairs, realizes, um, Man, I actually, I actually liked The Conjuring. It was, it was, you know, both of them. It was different. Um, now I'm more of a fan of the Insidiouses. You know, the Insidious movies. Um, I like, I like the Annabelle. You know, the Annabelle shit, that fucking doll. Um, yes, they do. They've got a new one. They've got a new one coming out. And, uh, I can't wait to see them, man. Yeah, I've got them all, man. I've got a. I even like the the Curse of La Llorona. You know, we watched that the other other day, and that fucking bitch is freaky. It's like the nun on crack. Oh, bro, you got to look it up. The Curse of La Llorona, but it is uh, La L L, so it's La Llorona. Like Spanish. <laughs> And man, they do it like the Spanish, Asian, Asian culture, African culture. Like they are fucking they they're with it. James Wan is scary as shit. He's definitely got it, man. <clears throat> now, nah, the Western stuff, man, like they try to get too gore over here. Too much gore. The shock factor. It's got to shock fast factor. It's got to be Rob Zombie. You know, heels have eyes type shit, you know. Man, I want to see some, I want to see some shit that really fucking gives me the damn. I, I really don't want to go fucking piss by myself right now. You know, that, <laughs> wrong turn. Hell yeah. You know, we, American tourist horror porn. I've never seen that one. I missed the, I missed the American tourist horror porn. <laughs> yeah. Wrong turn, man. Wrong turn is definitely like we live, we live up here in the mountains. Oh yeah. Hostel. Holy shit, man. The hostels freaked me the fuck out. And I've got a daughter that wants to go study abroad. So I'm like, hell no. Like you study abroad, you take your asses three states over in Mississippi and go study abroad, studying fucking hillbillies. 
Yeah, yeah, man. I, I love, I love the stuff that gives you chills and makes you, I don't know, just, just makes you fucking really freak the fuck out. Like, like I did a podcast on the strangers and it, it like that shit can really happen. You know, these, these, it actually is based off of three real cases from the FBI files to put this on, you know, yeah, keep the lights on, keep the lights on. I mean, but I, I ain't worried about it, but I'm telling you, I'm not, I'm not playing no games with them people. They, they come over in my house and fuck around. They getting, yeah, this is definitely what they're getting. I got them ready, man. Two of them. So either way, either one they want, man. Plus, you know, like I just don't play that shit. But the spiritual shit now, when it gets on that ex- the exorcist level, it's man, that shit. I don't know, man. It's it's something else. It could that it gives you the question. Yes, sir. <laughs> Mine's more like a. Pow, pow, pow. I got the 50 cow. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, it's just the exorcist thing is, I mean, the shit could happen. We do not know. That is, that's the, that's the, that's the big thing is the not knowing of, of what could happen, you know? So I, I even hesitated about watching it. And I'm like, damn, dude, you know, can I get possessed off this fucking movie? And, you know, but growing up, you know, you realize it's just a film. And uh, but again, it's based off true shit. So you, you, you really can't totally just cut it out, you know. So, so they had to get the fucking idea from somewhere, man. Yeah, dude, it gives you that. You know, like you don't want to invite that into, um, you know, into your, I guess, your spirit, your, your, your mind. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was, it was based off true events. Uh, I think it was believed it was a boy. Um, yeah, the ring was crazy. You know, that, that shit was, it was crazy. It was done good. <laughs> Well, I don't know about the American babies, but you know what I'm saying? We, uh, we definitely have a different type of horror. <laughs> nah. Yeah, I don't even fuck with that, man. But, uh, yeah, so, anyway, they end up getting the, uh, the, you know, the exorcism going on, man, one of the priests, you know, eventually, well, actually both the priests, you know, eventually die. Uh, but they save the girl. You know what I'm saying? I guess that's what it's about is saving, saving the girl. And, uh, they end up moving, moving away, which shit. Hey, I don't blame you. Y'all waited however long that experience took too long to get the fuck out of that house, man. I would have been out of pack my shit and go. Yeah, it just, you know, and that's the thing, man. Like, you know, white people in in American cinema, like, they do the stupidest shit. Uh, yes, yeah, the that's what he told her, uh, Damien told her, you know, coming to me, coming to me. 
and Abizu jumped into him. He saw the opportunity to jump out the window and to, so he basically sacrificed himself. He said, oh shit, white. But hey, I'm telling you, white people act fucking different. I'm white too, bro. White as you can get. I'm Irish and Italian and Scottish. So, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm in there. Yeah, just like Annabelle. You know, that idiot Zach Bagans, you know, I dig, I dig his show. I dig his show, man. But this guy, he goes and buys this shit and, and gets, like, puts himself into it. What's up, Abina Susie? Welcome to the podcast. We're talking about The Exorcist, 1973, scary as fuck. Uh, sure, man, call in. Fuck yeah, we'll chat, bro. But yeah, it, uh, yeah, the exorcist, man, it fucked me, uh, for years, still to this day. Um, you call him to, yeah, you can call in, man. Call in, bro. Anybody in here, man? Popsky, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all call in. Would love to hear from you. You know, fuck, I'm in, I'm in Tennessee, man, in the fucking U.S., so we don't do shit but smoke weed and fucking do hip-hop music. That's my guy Popsky calling in. Popsky, what's good, bro? Yo, how's it going, my friend? Is are my levels okay? Am I have I got some echo or anything like that? No, you sound you sound good, man. You're perfect. No, oh, thanks, man. That's very kind of you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, my friend. What do I um? Nice what do I address you? What's, what's your name, man? Should I call you Horror Movie Man or? They call me Tishan. T S. When when I can see it. Dijon, Dijon, all right, my friend. Uh, you can call me Popsky. Uh, you can call me James as well, mate. It's fine. Okay. Uh, when, when I when you when I can see like when I when I see your show, it comes up as horror movie ho, and that's all I can see. <laughs> I am the horror movie ho. <laughs> <laughs> love it, bro. I love it. But yeah, so so what did you think of Exorcist, man? How did how did that affect you? Oh, to be to be fair, like um, to be fair, like 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 as I told you, like I study film and that kind of thing. Like horror, horror movies for me, like they always had a part in you know what I was doing, and in uh, but it wasn't it wasn't a big one. For, I I appreciate it was a big one for a lot of people. Like I'm I'm 38 now, oh, okay. so I was born in 1982. Exorcist was what 70 73. 73, so, yeah, okay, so that's nine years on me, wasn't it? Nine years before me. Um, are, are you about my age? Like, like, is it, like, are you older or younger than me? I was actually born in 73, man. I'm 47. Pew, pew, pew. Oh, man, that's seminal. <laughs> okay. So, so for me, like, I, I guess, um, the scariest, the scariest film that I grew up with, I guess, would have been The Poltergeist. Oh man, huge fan. 
so that was like that was kind of like the uh, in in some ways that would have been you know the um the 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 the, the, the you know the equivalent the equivalent film of of my time period anyway yeah and, and you know that movie is what started me hating clowns what's going on Kristen? welcome, <laughs> welcome to the podcast i swear to god man like yeah, to yeah, this yeah. day i will i will beat a clown out of their makeup if i if i see one i can't fuck with it i can't do it Really? Yes, man. No, I'm like, freezes me up. Like, you know how some people get, like, frozen scared of snakes or heights or some, something like that that just freezes yeah, you yeah, fucking yeah. cold? Bro, if I seen a fucking, if I seen a clown, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly's chiming in, man. I'm going to let him in. Popsky, is that cool? Yeah, we're friends. We're friends. We know each other quite well. All right, all right. The good, bad, and ugly. What's up, bro? Yo, what's going on, folks? What's going on? Man, chilling, chilling, smoking weed, talking about some horror movies, man. Mm-mm-mm. I can't, boy, look at here. Mm-mm-mm. One thing I, boy, these movies, boy, I don't watch a lot of them. You talking about the clowns? I could do, I could do the clowns. I could do the clowns. don't bother me that much. It's all the true event stuff. <laughs> and, and you know, and yeah, that's that's more harrowing, isn't it? Like nowadays, it's much more like real to life, kind of the nitty, the nitty gritty, as we say in the UK, like the actual, the like the actual like resemblance of life horror, and then it becomes a little bit like, oh, that's a bit, that's a bit wrong. I feel a bit sick now because it's a bit close to life, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, hell, when Friday the Thirteenth came out, you know, I was. It came out in 78, so I was like five years old. Well, my, my, my parents like to go camping and do all that shit. I wouldn't oh, yeah. Do it. Yeah, I grew up with that. <laughs> I was not feeling yeah, it. So it was, it was hitting, it was hitting close to home. Like, wait a minute now. We, we just watched, no. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Oh, Freddy, when you go to sleep, when you go to sleep, cause Freddy, you know what I'm saying? Well, at least you're at least like my brother's name is Jason. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Man. And see, I was born yeah, they, on Friday the 13th. So, uh-huh. so oh, it's, no. yeah, oh, it's coming back up. It's uh, it's in August, August 13th. It'll be Friday 13th. And, you know, that's I, my I, best, birthday month. Yeah, and oh, do you, what do you mean? Like this? This August is also August Friday thirteenth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is that? Oh man, I'm staying in the house. <laughs> we're actually going party. Yeah. We're we're throwing a little staying in the house. Brilliant. See, Some of it. see, no, see, that's how it happens. <laughs> they, remember, they was out partying in, in the woods, and 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 I think that was Freddy versus Jason. They was out there partying. And, and they got got. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you, I stay, <laughs> I stay strapped like a backpack, bro. I'm not, no sir. All right, like, see there, see. <laughs> how, how much money is spending on see, that backpack, man? And it's crazy. I, I can always do that. You always, you always Go get, ahead. you you always get that crowd of people that don't have that guy that's like, hey, man, I got two pistols packed in my fucking bag right now. So yeah, let's kick it. Let's have some fucking. Let's fuck. Let's drink. 
And if some crazy <laughs> motherfucker comes in from the woods, I'm whopping his ass. Welcome to my little friend. <laughs> I'm whopping him right man, no mask, man. No questions, no questions asked. Not at all. I will ask questions. You look suspicious. After, you look suspicious. Pow, pow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you doing, man? That was my brother. He was just playing a prank. Oh, well, hey. 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 Sorry, man. I was in flowers. <laughs> hey, I didn't know. Hey. Yeah, I'm Wrong time to be doing that. I'm not, I ain't got time to play with that. I'm too old for that shit. I sent you, I sent flowers to the funeral. Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, hey. <laughs> oh, man. For real though. But see, man, so I'm telling you, see, see, like, okay, like he said, the poltergeist, that, that one was a scary one, especially when the man drank the doggone worm out the tequila. Yeah, that, oh, that man. freaked me out. That, that was um, it was um Spielberg was the the writer but um to, yes. Toby Hooper or some someone like that was the director. Toby Hooper was the, was the director. Yeah, it was Toby Hooper, wasn't it? Yeah, he, and he's That's the same person that did Texas Chainsaw Master. Exactly, okay, exactly. Okay. So it went from like Spielberg, nineteen eighty two, going for like ah let's let's write that film and now let's do E T. And then, then Toby yeah. Hooper was just kind of yeah exactly. And I was it's, like, it's a weird kind of. I, I love that though. We got the because that was the whole period, like the the mid late seventies, the the early mid mid eighties. That was a whole Pit, video Pit, nasty like, time, Pit, wasn't Pit it? That was Terry, like, Children of the Corn. We got some wonderful oh, yeah, films like, from all countries as well in that period. Yeah, and see where we're at. Yeah, like you have you actually have people growing. Fucking fields of corn, bro. Fields of corn. Yeah, man. Love that. I want to just just let like 10 or 12 off in every cornfield I drive by, just in case. Just in case. No. From psycho ass, redneck fucking kids. Right. See, see, I guess, I guess the movie would be more scary to the person that it's more relatable to. See, I grew up in Texas. So Texas Chainsaw Massacre freaked me out. I wasn't far from that area. Welcome I wasn't far from that area. Wesley, much love, bro. Welcome to the podcast, man. You know what I'm saying? So that Texas Chainsaw. But here's here's a quick fun fact. Fun fact. I worked in the hospital where they kept where they kept Leatherface. What? Yeah, this is this is years later though. This was back. This is like early 2000s. But they're giving us the tour of the hospital. They was like, and this is the area where we kept Leatherface. From Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I did not go in that area again, bro, for a long time. I would have left the hospital. It was eerie. It felt eerie down there. Yeah, I would have left. <laughs> I've been like, man, fuck this tour, dude. I gotta go. That's like that's like taking a trip into the Manson Ranch, you know? And yeah, like you have no idea how many people lost their life in the fucking. The ran- you know, the the Manson family ranch in Cal. You know, and and I'm like, dude, and literally, this fucking little crazy midget Charles Manson is only he he's from an hour from here. You want to talk about embarrassing? Be like, man, I, yeah, what are y'all famous for? Well, an hour from here, fucking Charles Manson was was raised in, <laughs> in the fucking hills of Chattanooga. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's that's nice. That's nice. Oh, okay, all right. 
But if you so, um, yeah, if, if, um, if we if we're playing like a game of top trumps here, then like, it feels like I've got to say, oh yeah, it feels like when I went to Auschwitz and was like, ah, oh, I've been in a concentration camp where like lots of people got gassed to death. Oh man, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, but it doesn't feel the same at the same time. It's not that kind of cult kind of thing, is it? It's but kind that, of like that is true, history man. That versus is, that is I know, I know, but it's like it's like a bit too hard. It's a bit too hard hitting, isn't it? <laughs> but it's still, you know, that is that is fucking horrific. That's you know. Yeah, that's no, something. no, no. It is. It is. Yeah, no. Well, like, I'd rather be in a movie than. Uh, Fuck yeah! I mean, <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit bit too Schindler's List, isn't it? I dare Michael Myers to chase me through this neighborhood. Buddy, <laughs> yeah, that was enough. See, now, see, I can do those. Like, you know, or I got, I can watch Freddy and Jason and Michael Myers and all that stuff. But it's that, it's the like you said, the spiritual stuff. That's the stuff y'all don't like, man. That's all that, that's all that stuff. And you talking about the clowns? Oh. Like, see, I can watch it. So I bet you don't like it. Maybe it. I no, I well, well, being you know, being being, <laughs> being a product like of the eighties, it, it it the first the like the original book and and it the first movie, but like it the second movie, like the more recent one and the sequel as well, right? Quite quite different situations, like like that was that was the original movie, the original book was something that was like quite freaky to me. Second time round, uh, for the the more recent film and the sequel. Then that was something like I'd already kind of processed that, and right. I'd already like oh, I'm okay with clowns now. Clowns are weird. I wouldn't like one at my party. I'm not gonna get freaked out and run away screaming at one. And like I just I like I can identify the idea of a clown being like a fun thing, but a very strange thing if it's outside of a circus. One of those things where you're like, ah, oh, yeah, brilliant thing inside of an arena, arena, terrible yeah, thing heavy. outside of it. If I, if I met one on the street in the middle of lockdown, and especially, well, it doesn't even matter if it was wearing a mask or not, <laughs> it would still be terrifying. And see, that's, really that's the big thing, you know, like, I don't know who that motherfucker is behind that makeup. I have no idea. Like John Wayne Gacy, this guy. Was I mean, one I mean, one, one thing we can all agree on: we're not taking them home. <laughs> well, they could follow you home. I mean, if they want to get buried, come on to the club. Oh, well, now. well, maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's what's wrong. Like, maybe we should take them home. No, then they can't. No, they, they don't have the option. They don't have the option to follow us home. No, I mean, I couldn't do it. Like they would, I'd, I'd put them on ice at night. <laughs> Wasn't there was there was a weird thing kind of about um, five years ago, five six, no five or four years ago, where there were clowns appearing in like woodlands or this kind of thing, and it was either a publicity stunt or it's like a weird thing. Yes. and then also like They're it was a weird thing. Nowhere in the mountains and stuff, man. I remember oh, that. Yeah. And look, and the, the you know the crazy thing about that is we have uh, you know a piece of the Appalachian Mountains coming through Tennessee. Would you know it's called Gallimbo. It's called Gallimbo. And we were we were up there, and uh, some friends of ours were getting married. 
And, dude, that's all I kept thinking about. I swear to God, I packed three pistols. I packed a 1911 <laughs> 45. I packed a P89 Ruger. And I packed a, a Smith & Wesson 40 caliber. And, oh, come oh, on. I know you. I, know, I, 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 I don't want to know the name of the guns, but I know you have, like, sex, uh, like sexy first names for them. Like, uh, I packed Jimmy, Stevie, and, and Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> now, I just call them, I call them Little, Big, Bigger, and that's your ass. Who's got a phone call? I, man, I got somebody calling me from Facebook, dude. I hate when they I, when they do that. Like, and I don't even know the people. I'm like, are they good looking? Nah, it's a, it's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all right. I didn't know you don't like guys. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, nothing against anybody who likes guys. I mean, it is what it is, but. You know, I, I I love pussy, man. I mean, pussy is my, and I'm not talking about the meow. I'm talking about. Well, the, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, is one of your ow. guns that you've not called, told us about called pussy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We, it's gonna be an absolutely huge gun, isn't it? <laughs> the, the BFG. Yeah, big fucking gun, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, did you? Yeah, you. You got to have played uh, the early Doom, yeah, like Doom One. No, I mean, honestly, man, I, I haven't really got into video games. I'm not a big gamer. Like, I do, you know, I do a lot of hip hop music. I do. Uh, oh, that's good. That's good. That's, that's what I wanted to like. Yeah, get back onto actually. I wanted to talk to because you're. We we already discussed this. You're about ten years older than me. I'm eighty two, and you're. 70, 72, something like that? 73? 47. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not talking about your age when I say he's eight, I'm 82 and you're 73. <laughs> I mean, we wouldn't even be on the internet if we were that old. I'd be over here like, <laughs> like y'all remember the town that dreaded sundown? <laughs> Them motherfuckers were scary motherfuckers. Is Nixon, is he still alive? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a crook. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. But tell so me, with a good... Uh, we do, you know, we do like uh, music over here. Now I don't know if you guys have heard, um, of course, never, never heard, never heard music at all. Well, I mean, uh, like a certain artist, his name's is he goes by Jelly Roll, and uh, he's from he's from Antioch. Never heard of that's, him. that's my nephew. And sorry, sorry, uh, where in the U.S. are you from, my friend? Uh, from Antioch, Tennessee, man, right out. And we are we are literally a small suburb outside of Nashville, downtown Nashville. Oh, cool, 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 man. I've I've, been, I've spent a lot of time. Well, I've, I've spent a good bit of time in the U.S., but um, Chris, I've, I've not been what, through. What are you good lording about, Chris? Yeah, she's hanging down there in the little box down there, reacting to whatever we say. <laughs> she said, oh, you're, yeah, you're a good person. But yeah, man, we you know like uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of y'all heard of Haystack, Kristen. You heard of Haystack? No, I, I never heard. I never heard of him. All right, well, 
we start. I started that dude out, man. Like he he's a he he's a good dude. He just got a lot of problems or whatever, man. But uh, yeah, no. Oh, uh, he's a white guy. I'm just I'm just you know googled oh, yeah, him yeah, so yeah, he comes yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah, I can white. see him. He's got a massive white t-shirt on. <laughs> you talking about jelly? Uh, no, I'm just like you know. He was born in 19 March the 22nd, 1973. He's professionally known by his stage name Haystack. He's an American ma- rapper from Nashville, Tennessee. That's him. You know, you know, you know. I'm just you know. And really, like he's and really, he ain't from Nashville. You know, what I'm he's saying got like, like albums like Lebanon, The Natural, yeah. Hard to Love. Strictly business, you know, all them kind of albums. Yep, all that shit, bro. We we taught dude how to rap. Like he was he was up in Lebanon, and the Lebanese like the country. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the cows and the horses and shit. But you come down to Antioch, we you know you see a totally different game. You know what I'm saying? Like you see fully automatic weapons. You see. Fucking yeah, he's got quite a, quite a see, fucking discography there, man. Yeah, it's the street. He's been around a while, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's been around. I think his first his first shit came out like ninety nine. No, no. Well, well, on Wikipedia it says nineteen ninety eight with a studio album, I guess. Was it three six zero? I believe. Uh, Mac Million. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. <coughs> Enjoyed having you here, Kristen. Take care, girl. I hope you have a good weekend. Kristen's a good, yeah, good, good, um, good person. Don't know if they're a man or a lady. Don't know, don't want to put my foot in that right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's Chris Tien or Kristen. <laughs> Or, or just a religious person. Oh man, <laughs> dude! Come on, I'm British. You gotta give me a bit of leeway here. Mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> but uh, so what part of Texas are you from, man? Uh, East Texas, man. Um, like uh, Jacksonville, Texas. I'm about just an hour. I was not far from Dallas. Yeah, I'm I believe that's. Yeah, I used to live in Oakland. My sister used to live in uh, Fort Worth for about three years. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I lived in Oakland, yeah, right outside of Dallas, for about two years doing music. And uh, ooh, yeah, he was. Oh man, Oak Cliff. Yeah, it's it 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 was just it was like kind of you know like the neighborhood here you know I grew up in because it just. I kind of took it in. They took me in because they knew, you know, that I, you know, I knew my shit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no punk. You know, I am. I'm. A, I'm. I'm not a gang banger, but I'm a banger. You know what I'm saying? Like I definitely yeah. one of them that you know I'm gonna let you run over me. But I mean, I'm old now, so I kind of you know stay more to myself, watch my movies, uh, and just smoke weed. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. That's cool. I, I was just looking down on Haystack's um, uh, Wikipedia. Like, uh, Jelly Roll gets a mention, man. Yeah, yeah. That, that's my nephew, man. He's he's really he's really blowing up. Nice, nice. That's what's up. So you still in the music? That's what I do a little bit, man. 
I I am. I can see a little picture. You know, since since I'm 47, man, I really don't tour as much. Um, but you know, I still write, do some ghost writing, still do some production. And uh, you you can Google this, man. It's a uh, albino gorillas. It's a G O R I L L A Z. Okay. And okay. it's uh it's it's yeah, it's just some real good field. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like I just typed albino gorillas into the internet and like, you know, <laughs> just probably the wrong way, but <laughs> uh, yeah, you got you, you gotta got put V in front of it first, the albino gorilla. The first thing that comes up, like uh, apart from like Snow, snowflake the gorilla. I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it's not. It's no disrespect. No disrespect at all. I've just, I, I've just typed albino gorillas into Google. Please do that, everybody, because on the right side and side, you get like photos of a gorilla called Snowflake. Yeah. <laughs> bird. Like he's flicking the bird. Flicking snowflake the gorilla. Just check out Snowflake. He looks like someone you don't want to mess with. <laughs> That's me. That's my picture right there, man. <laughs> that was brilliant. That's made my day. But, uh, yeah, if you type oh, man. Put, put the in front of it, and you'll see. <laughs> the, say it again. You said type in the the, the what now? Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, I feel I feel a bit yeah. bad now. Now now I've typed Albino the in. The picture's gone. <laughs> and it's a G O R I L L A Z. All right, we're good. We're good. Oh God, deep breath, deep breath. <laughs> Welcome back, welcome back, bro. Welcome back. <laughs> oh, I've got a SoundCloud now. Is that you? Yeah? Uh, it's yeah. We're on SoundCloud. We got Reverb Nation. Um, we got some. We got all good, all good. Is that right? Gangster featuring Jay Rollins struggle. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds right, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Just, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't like, it was just funny the first time. Of course, that's the death trap, isn't it? You just go, oh, albino gorillas. What are you going to get? <laughs> the funny thing is we used to have a guy dressed up in a, a white gorilla mask on stage with us. <laughs> Oh mate, honestly, you need to get these pictures in your background of your. Ah, oh, 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 Can I just say, everybody, do you remember when people could, could go outside and like go to a live gig? I mean, in America, you might be all right with that, but in in the UK, in two days' time, in the UK, we're gonna be allowed to go to the pub again. We're gonna be allowed to go to a bar and see other people. Man. It's going to be interesting. Man. The rest of like the year. Yeah, I pulled y'all up, man. I'm going to keep checking y'all out, man. Um, straight up, straight up. Yeah, I appreciate up, you, brother. I really do, man. We, uh, my first, my first CD came out in 94 and we were signed with Ruthless with Easy E and we had one album come out and he passed away in 96. So 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rip, rip, mm. uh, easy, yeah. As rude a white guy was the original. Hey, I'm gonna cut you off, man, but I'm about to, uh, I'm about to drop down. I'm gonna still be in the room when I'm gonna drop down, but uh, I'm gonna keep listening, man. I'm gonna definitely check you out. Um, that's, that's, that's our website, man. You can check us out a little bit and see what we do too, but, uh, I'm, I, I got, I'm following you now, man. So yeah, we definitely, um, link up and everything, man. Um, I like to meet different people that's doing the music and everything, man. That's, that's, that's what's up, man. So, but I'm gonna drop down, but I'm gonna still be in the room though. Okay. I, I hadn't I realized, so I realized you had a, had a website there, stupid, but that's cool, man. Nice, nice. I've just got your, your, um, just your, your, um, website's just popped up. Nice one. There you go. Yeah, check it out when y'all got time, man. But I appreciate yeah, y'all, man. Yeah, Lovely to have had you on yeah. as well, because I've not seen you in a while. Thanks for yeah, answering his callers, or both of our calls as well, bro. Yeah, much yeah, love. Right. I, I holler y'all, man. All right, man. Hey, 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 hey. Do you know what? Do you know what? Good band. Good band. You know what? You know yeah. what? You know, you know, you know that beautiful song that you, you wrote about the whole Podbean family that didn't include, oh, yeah, yeah. Me. Didn't include me on it. Thanks for that. I know. I told you I was going to do a part two. I was going to do a part two, man. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I know. It's too late now. It's well, better well, just well, to well, just well, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Hang on a minute. Just, um, you should, um, pop that on here. Pop that on here for horror to listen to as well. Um, okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. So, so, I'll, I'll fill for you, I'll fill for you for a minute. So, like, um, good, bad, good, bad, and myself, like, we've been on Podbean for a, at least a year, at least a year, if not a lot longer. And there's been a lot of us that have been in and out, and we've done all sorts of kind of things. And it's, it's nice to have you on. It's nice to have good people around. Um, but we've, we've kind of garnered in there. There has been a good, good old Podbean family on here. And, um, around about, what was it? Like November, October, September last year, uh, good, bad, like smashed out, uh, a beautiful little rap tune, little hip hop tune about everybody on Podbean. Cause we had quite a tight community. And he just brapped out like a good tune that would mention all of the Podbean people with all their handles, all their nicknames. And it was, it was great. Man. You got, you got to listen to this. So go onto that, go onto that. If you can copy and paste it or if you can like at least type it out and get there, you'll, you'll hear the Podbean family hip hop tune. It was fucking brilliant. It was almost fucking brilliant. The only thing that wasn't brilliant was my name's not on there. <laughs> <laughs> what a dickhead. <laughs> no, it's great. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, but I, I use it, man. It's, it's definitely, you know, but I, I love like older hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I get into some of the new, but I'm, you know, I'm more like too short, NWA, big. I'm, well, come on. I'm, 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 I'm 10 years younger than you. I'm, I'm very much the same as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They were classics. Classics. Yeah. We, uh, like, we, we love Outcast. Um, of course, Luda. Outcast. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Ludacris is, you know, uh, you actually, he was one of my homeboys when he was a DJ. He was Chris, Lo Chris Lover Lover. And, 
It's love and love. And he had a CD. He had a CD come out, and it was called Back for the First Time. And man, it was live. I didn't. I didn't think. I didn't think dude was gonna blow like he did. And so when we, my when my brother got murdered in uh, 2005. Oh man, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's it, it was it was hard. It was crazy, man. But. Um, oh, hang on a minute. When you say your brother got murdered in 2005, you mean ludicrous, not your actual brother? Oh, no, my, my actual brother. Yeah, my baby brother. Oh, shit. No, okay, sorry. Yeah, he, uh, I was down there and I was actually on tour with, uh, the Goody Mob, uh, the Outlaws that were with Tupac. Uh, we were doing a, actually a Tupac reunion tour. We were on, uh, TI, Bone Crusher. Um, the Yin Yang Twins came on for like a few shows, but it was pretty big. You know, we, we, we had a hell of a time, man. And I, I literally came home. They gave us our checks when we got off the bus, unpacked. I cashed my check and my brother died. He got, he got murdered at 11 o'clock that night. So I had to come back to Nashville and, um, have him cremated and stuff, you know, all that. But, uh, yeah, man, love, love, love hip hop music, love all kinds of music because, I mean, it comes from everywhere. But, of course, of course, of course. Okay. But yeah, you know, it's, uh, horror movies is like a therapy to me. It's, it's crazy. You know, I can watch them, it takes me away from reality. Because, you know, reality is so crazy where I, you know, my rules, I just, I need a break. So that's, 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 that's great, man. Like, what was the first 20 minutes, 20 minutes of your show, you were like just brapping it, brapping it out left, right and center with lots of movie knowledge with your, you know, like strong, strong kind of, you know, you've seen that film, you've researched that film, you've, you've got into it loads, and I was just like, ah, oh, I love this guy. He's, he knows what he's going on about with his films, he's passionate about it. Fuck yeah, I appreciate you know? it. So, it reminded me a lot of, when I, I came, I came on here, like, I've been using Podbean for, for a good few years, for probably about five, six, seven years or something. Like, if you click on my profile, I think there's a way of, like, clicking on somebody's picture. And then you go to, like, the profile. And then you go, ah, oh, he's a newbie. Or, ah, oh, he's a master or something like that. So, so like, I've, I've been listening to, like, you know, like, for quite, like, I'm, like, a scholar. Or something like this. Anyway, but but what I'm trying to say is, like, I I only came onto the live part right. of Podbean right like last year, last year because of like the Black Lives Matters protests and all this kind of thing. I was like, let's talk about it. I, I want to kind of like I want to see what's going on in America. I want to like have some, you know, under COVID nineteen, Black Lives Matters. Let's get involved. Let's get involved and let's like have some discourse. Let's have some conversations and this kind of thing. It was a good thing, man. It was very therapeutic and all this, all this kind of nonsense. 
but we met lots of people who made made good family. You know what I mean? We had like lots of good times. Yeah, and that like, that's still let people know, man. I mean, we could, we could heal together and we could feel good together, and we had lots uh, of you know, you know, and, extend and be good family. We'd have like quizzes and we'd relax and be good good people together as well. Be argumentative and you know, just have nice family feelings. That's, and it made made a very very nice family situation. Yeah, I mean. It's the, everybody understands, you know, every, every part of the country has their bad apples, you know, everywhere around the world has their bad apples. You know, it has nothing to do with, you know, the color of your skin, your, your religious belief, you know, any of that. It's just, it's the way the media portrays everything and, and puts you basically puts us in a box and makes us only see what they want us to see. <clears throat> yeah, I, yeah, I do. I do agree. I do agree. It's, you know, if, if we would, and I, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm white and I came from the fucking projects. You know, I was raised in Vine Hill projects and it's right next to Woodbine Woodbine is a very low-income, white trash neighborhood. I love it because it's where I came from. So is Antioch. And, you know, I got... But you're... When, when you say projects, was like... Um, sorry, please, like this is a history moment. Like, is projects just an East Coast thing or is, like, projects... Well, like, projects... What's the history of the idea of, like... The projects, because for me, like I only learned about projects because of listening to the Wu Tang Clan. Nah, yeah, like if it's any kind of government pub, uh, government housing, you know, and you have like multiple buildings and it's fenced, that's your projects down, you know, down south, and it's it's really oh, so like basically the projects is like a gated a gated community for poor people is that right basically yeah Where the police yeah. can come in and out and just like arrest people and you know and they put the they put the fence up to make it harder for us to run you know so when it when we get a chance when they're Your like mother. you go for a job and they're like Oh yeah, well you know so we I see you know yeah you you're from uh Looney Street in Woodbine, Tennessee. You know, you're already going to get looked at like you're blacklisted. Yeah. You are. Yeah. So back I understand the, the not to the point of you know some minorities because you know a lot of that shit man like the police think they're fucking the goddamn army. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of them are kids that got picked on in fucking school and mm. wanted to come out and, and get revenge. And my dad was a policeman for 32 years. Uh, yeah, I remember you saying that earlier. And he was one of the most well-liked cops ever. I mean, there was Jelly, Haystack, uh, Kwani Cash, Young Buck, which is, you know, is David. I've known David for years. Uh, he showed up at my pop's funeral and they were, they were all, we're all street dudes, you know, 
And that's how much, you know, but then again, you have some bad apples that try to fuck everything up. And it's not, it's not the badge. It's the person behind it. It's well, not, no, absolutely. It's but it's the person behind, the exactly. management behind, the people behind, whether, you know, what the forces, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro, I'm like, sorry. there's, you know, like. Integrity, integrity. Yes. The loss of integrity. The best thing I've ever heard, man, is from one of the greatest men who ever lived. And I'm not talking about Jesus. I'm talking about Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, amen, my friend. Yes. He, he is the man who said it the most. It is not your color of your skin, but the character. Your character, you know, I've met some. Uh, I've got, I've got, right now I've got goosebumps, goosebumps on my neck. Thank you, my friend. That, well, thank, thank you, man. It's, but it's the truth, you know, like it's, you know, I want, I've never, I grew up with color, with Hispanic, Asian, uh, African American, uh, you know, white, just, you know, Polacks. Uh, Jewish people and it's all we are slaves to the government nowadays you know we're not we're no longer chained physically we don't have our chains physically but we have them mentally the government has changed chained our mind and it only thinks a certain way because it can't be it can't be set free and so when you when you deal with that, it puts hate into people. You know, they're like, you know, they think that they're limited. They can't do anything. You know, I've got a nephew. He's mixed. And he's like, he's like, man, I can go out and do get the same job you can get. And actually a better job because I got kicked out of high school in the ninth grade. So I only have a ninth grade education, but I'm very, I'm, I'm, but I'm very educated. So, you know, when, when we sit down and we start talking, it's, you know, yeah, man, you know, you, you got to understand everybody's not perfect. Of course you know? they're not perfect. We all have, we all have, nowadays there are, Many more opportunities, but at the same time, they're, they're, they're still suffocated. It's still, it's still, it's still, it's still not balanced. Yeah, it's, of course it's it. very, it's very one, still one-sided, you know, like it's, you know, you have a white man named Tony Tempa who was basically suffocated to death on the ground same way with George Floyd. They they gave him a shot. He died. You can look it up. You can look up on the internet. Tony Tempa, Dallas, Texas. Or, uh, yeah, I think it's what it was, Dallas, Texas. And then you have the George Floyd thing. And, I mean, regardless what he was on, I mean, he may have been on drugs, but the man didn't deserve to die. You know, after he's sitting there so long and he's not moving anymore, you got four other officers 
that can pick this man up, put him in the, the back seat, and take him take him downtown. It's <clears throat> it's it's all very worrying, isn't it? It's, it is. It's, very I mean, worrying. It's, it's scary because you don't know how that person with that badge is going to feel that day. You know, if he's going to be pissed at the fucking world and, you know, he's going to pull you over and see that you have a gun carrying permit and, all, you know, come out and draw on you. It definitely isn't the old, the old kind of, uh, the old Western days of like being the, the person who's right for everybody, is it? It's, it's not about this. It's, it's a bit sadder than that. It's all like, I feel a bit more like I'm a salmon nowadays where you're swimming uphill. With everybody else, yeah. <laughs> you still, you're still trying to make love to that other yep. lady salmon. Yep. You're not sure you're going to be able to get up there. And the, go- the government is the bear. You know, the government is the one waiting for us to to make that big jump, almost get there, and then grab our ass. But at the same time, it's, it is also very difficult to make a perfect system for everybody, isn't it? True. I mean, of, True. Course, of course it's not great. Of course it's not wonderful. Of course it's incredibly racist. Of course it needs a lot of improvement. Um, for, for me, for me, I'm just like I, I, I'm a bit more of a nihilist than that. Oh God, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I really don't know. I, it, I'm very angry, I'm really sad, but I'm not very proactive. And God bless all those people who are very proactive, because like for me, I'm just worn down and a bit beaten down by it all. Like you're you're older than me, I'm younger than you, but at the same time, I'm I'm tired of the fight, and I'm just kind of like I'm just angry, and I'm just like oh, I don't care anymore. I do care, I care a lot, but at the same time, just like ah, oh, I'm I just want to die and give up on it because it's just horrible. And do you know what? When I say like die and give up on it, I mean like humanity, not just right. myself. Right. I'm, I'm probably just a normal, normal person who's selfish and like I've been quite well educated. But at the same time, it's like ah, do you know what? In my lifetime, we're not going to make these changes. Do you know what? Nature, please take your toll. <laughs> please hey. take your toll and wipe humanity off. <laughs> I mean, it's all. Gonna happen. That's gonna, you know, inevitable. It's inevitable. It has done it before. It's going, you know, it's gonna do it again. You know, like everybody's gonna die off. All the animals are gonna die. The world will rebuild itself. And you know, the the crazy thing is, is that you know we we fight so much. About you know we're the only race that fights over color, or the only animal that fights exactly, over yeah, color. Exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I've got a white and a black pit bull. They love each other, man. Until it's time to get loved on by somebody else, then they want more love. You know what I'm saying? And and that's that's it. We're the only fucking animal species that fights over race of color. 
at the same time, like, being a pit bull owner, we're the only kind of animal that can make animals fight very efficiently against other animals. When really, those animals, those pit bulls, they're lovely animals, aren't they? They're nice pets. You can have really beautiful pit bulls, as as you say, a pit bull owner. My my baby, I got my I got my right next to me now, and she's she's an old lady. She wants to be loved on. She's just a big baby. Exactly. Like, what's wrong with just taking care of everybody instead of like? It's great to have an opinion, but at the same time, like, why why try to fight so hard to win an argument that everybody else suffers? Yeah. Why, every, why do we need everyone's that? not gonna why, 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 why does everyone need to be right? Bloody yeah. Hell. Yeah. Everybody's not gonna agree with, with everybody else. But that's okay. It's, it's fine to disagree. Yes. But why, why does everybody want to disagree to the point where they need to win the argument? Yes. To the point where everyone else has to die. As you know too. Like hell, I've seen people kill each other just because they're arguing and I mean I'm like dude are you serious bro flipping heck yes it's just like hang on yeah fine that's cool no worries let's just all live today and like you know go back home and give your mum a hug and like have some nice food and just fucking be good people yeah man we don't it's like do you know what I reckon I reckon if you make like a million pounds or a million dollars, or if you make like, you know, 10 million pounds, 10 million dollars, then like, you know, you have to give a bit of that back. And there should be a limit. There should be a limit. If you, there's like, if you're, if you are the richest person in the world, then you need to give a lot of that back. There should be a limit on what anyone can earn, like without having, like with having to give something back. It should be like, ah, oh, okay, here it is, $10 million. If you earn more than $10 million, then you have to give a lot of it back. I mean, that's that's true. And But the thing is, like, I think that, you know, a lot of these people who already have that money should should start doing, you know, should do for other people, you know, like, these that like to talk shit and get on and give their opinion and I'm just like dude you motherfuckers don't know how we're living you may have known that until you got famous but you don't know where we come from you had not lived in these streets you don't get a you don't don't have a fucking stamp card as a as a film person, you you you've got to get behind this. You got like as a like a person who's gonna spin a story, spin a narrative. Like here we go. Here's an idea for a story. What happens if there was a world whereby the richest person in the world every year, if you were like by a certain like mathematical equation, you are the richest person in the world. You have got to be killed. <laughs> the richest person in the world and every George, year George has Soros. to be killed. Like is is killed like in a in a wonderful like everyone he gets his money. So the idea is like globally, no one wants to be the richest person in the world. <laughs> yeah, but you have all these people monopolizing, 
you know, and like this fucking Fauci and Bill Gates. Who the fuck is Bill Gates? Bro, you what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Fauci? Why is Fauci not even close to being rich? No, well, he's his opinion, you know, is like affecting so many people. And like, oh, no, it's not though, is it? Fauci's all right, man. Are you are you anti Fauci? Well, no, 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 no. I'm not anti-Fauci. I am. So I'm, you are Fauci. You are. So if you're not anti-Fauci, that means you are Fauci's auntie. Well, I am. <laughs> I, I'm the same way with Trump. I was with Trump. Like I didn't. I wasn't a Trump fan supporter. I only. I liked things that he did. Some of the policies he made, you know, for healthcare and stuff. But Come I, on. I couldn't get on board with everything that that guy done. You know, even with Joe Biden, I can't get on board with everything he done. I, and, you know, I respect them because they are the leaders of our, our country. But, but wait, you're, you're 10 years older than me. Right. How did you feel? Like, did you feel more relaxed in the 90s and early noughties? Not really. No, because we had Reaganomics. You know, I didn't, again, I was so young, I didn't really real, realize the the things Reagan were, was doing. I didn't realize the things that Bill Clinton were, was doing. Or Bush, or Bush Sr., you know, but I was, I, I mean, I mean, that, that is a lot of, that's a lot of global leaders for you to like not get into, but now you're getting into. Well, no, I'm not saying getting into it. You know, you know, Trump Biden, you're getting into the Trump Biden argument, but before that, then you couldn't get into what was happening in the world. But you're 10 years older than me, man. Come on. I was getting into what was happening in the world with like Thatcher and that was Thatcher was Thatcher and Reagan and yeah. I, I, I was you know I was 10 12 then and so you know, I, you I, was know. Little, I was a little older but I didn't know I, I was a street guy man I didn't I didn't mess with politics politics didn't concern me because and now and now and now and now you're not a street guy and now politics like I'm not trying to drag you down. I'm not trying to like you know. But why? Why is politics a, a bigger thing now for for you? Because it affects. Then it would have been for me. To, it offends you. No, it affects me. Like like you know, I have to pay taxes now. I have to, you know. Uh, but shitting out, no flipping heck, man. I'm ten years younger than you. It affected you ten years ago. Yeah, but it didn't affect my drug money because I was a drug dealer. I was a. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, All right, no, we're good. We're good. We're so, good. and I mean, I'm just being real with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I didn't. No, have no, exactly, money. exactly. That's that's that. So, you know, I'm being real with you, man. I'm just asking. You know, those. I'm not. I'm not trying to be snide. I'm not trying to like. You know trip you into a question or anything. I'm just having an open discussion. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's, you know, it just, me being an adult, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, we, we pay taxes, I work, we, you know, I understand that I have to live under a government. You know, I, I live in the U.S., we have to live under a government. 
I just want it to be good. I'm not a uh, liberal. A I'm not the I'm not red. Hey, 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 hey. I'm a liberal. You know, <laughs> I, I'm kind of I'm kind of more like if as long as you as long as it you make our country better, I'm with that. You know, you make it financially better, I'm with that. You make less racism, uh, more opportunity, equal opportunity for everybody, I'm with that. How how long do you think that's going to take for everybody just to be okay with each other? Do you think it's going to go Cold War version number two? Do you think it's going to go World War number three? Do you, you think it's going to be... Pop it scares me because I really don't know, man. I don't it know. Scares me as well, man. It scares me too. I just, I want, I just want every, you know, what I'm saying, bro. Fucking every, everybody loves everybody, man. We've got to get along because we are fighting against somebody who, like, who doesn't want us to get along. If we do is it though? Is it is it though? Is are are we are we fighting against somebody? Is it is it uh, an actual one person or one person's ideas who are being a dictator, or is it like is it a fifty fifty split, or is it just uh, it's like us against like the Russians or against the Chinese or who are we fighting I against? I think we're fighting. The, we are fighting as citizens, our government, man, because we have to do everything they tell us. You know, they put stuff in our food over here, pops, that will will kill you, man. The preservatives. And they, and uh, I mean, do you know what? Do you know what? We, we've been laughing at, at you guys for that for quite a while, but also we understand that, like, like, well, we've just left Europe and we're going to join America and we're going to be getting your food. Um, we're going to be, we're going to be getting, um, eating your, your food. <laughs> no, no, that's scary. It's so badly, man. I don't know. Yeah, it's terrible. It is a spiritual battle, good for real, man. Yes, it's it's very, it you know you have to be so open minded that you know there's it's not a conspiracy theory when you have elite people who have worked for the military like Jesse Ventura. What do you think about Jesse Ventura? I have no frame of reference. Can I just um, Google him? Oh, he, well, he, he was the mayor of Minnesota. He used to be a wrestler, but he was also a Navy SEAL and specialized in, uh, black ops and Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. What's he saying? And man, he, he just opens up a lot about being a Navy SEAL and being in black ops and knowing certain things that the government only wants, you know, us to know. They don't give it. They don't give us everything. You know, it's like we're we're not Adam and Eve. You know what I'm saying? We're not gonna we're not gonna trip out if we know the truth. We are gonna react to protect our our ourselves. But I I would say there's um. Hmm. 
Uh, sorry, sorry. I, I'm st- I still have to read a lot more about Jesse Ventura. Oh, yeah. Do your homework. Seriously, man, let me know what you think of this guy. He he had a show uh, that 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 aired a few times, and it was a conspiracy theory. I think it was, uh, was called. Man, they took him off the air because he was airing so much about the military. Even I was talking yesterday. Do you remember Patrick Tillman? Played for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, This was a football player. He got signed to the Arizona Cardinals uh, as soon as the Iraq War started. Um, Iraqi freedom. He quit the NFL to join the Army to go fight for our country. Gave up $21 million. In which war? In which war was that? Uh, the Iraqi freedom, the um, when they hit the twin towers and stuff. Okay. So he goes over, he gets trained. He was in Nam as well, though, wasn't he? No, no, he wasn't that. He wasn't that old. Well, he got a Nam service medal. He was in Nam. I can see that right now. I don't think he. I, I don't think he was old enough. No, he's got, um, he was in NOM War, he got NOM Defense Service Medal, he got NOM Service Medal, he's the wrestling career as well. Yeah, yeah, no, he's definitely been, he was in NOM. Oh, no, you're, yeah, you're talking about Jesse Ventura. That's me. Yep, sorry, I am talking about him. Yeah, I was talking about Pat Tillman. I'm sorry, man. I got we got confused. That's okay. That's okay. I was I was trying to read read you know history. <laughs> I'm, I'm lost. But they he had went over there and fought. Well, hey man, good. Thank you for your service, bro. Much respect, much love. Thank you. Man. Yeah, boy. Good lad. Good lad. You know, it, he goes over there and fight and finds out what we're fighting. And really, like, he doesn't believe in it. And he was killed by his own people, man. So, sorry, who was this? This is, uh, his name was Patrick Tillman. And he was, he started out to be a football player, uh, for the Arizona Cardinals. And when the Iraqi war started, uh, Iraqi freedom, he quit. He gave up 21 million. And went over there to fight. His chisel, thing. proper chisel chin there. What a fucking handsome man. Oh, dude, man. He was like the man's man. Like, it was crazy. And ended up getting shot and killed by his own people. And he's yelling, I am Patrick fucking Tillman. Don't stop shooting. The guy mm. next to him was behind a rock hiding. He heard three shot, three Blast from an M4 because I think that's what they give out is three round uh, blasts. And next thing he heard was something like a water fountain where they had blown his whole head off and it was pouring blood. And it was his own people because they fire. Yeah, and then, but they they knew he's telling them, but he was going to like. 27 years old, man. Yeah, 27, man. Oh, it was ridiculous. Afghanistan, yeah? Yep. Pointless. Fucking pointless war. Yes. And that's what what he was wanting to tell people. You know, that that this war, man, like, 
we're not even supposed to be here. It's kind of like Vietnam. And he, they killed him. They wasn't going to let him talk. They told his family that he was killed by a Afghani that, uh, he died courageously and the truth finally came out three years later. And it's, it's like, I just, I don't, I, I can't believe that government does the shit that they do. You know, I'm the, amount, the amount of like, like friendly fire, the amount of just death through nonsense, the, the, the avoidable casualties through, through just <sighs> fights that are, are just ridiculous. You know, it, it's just why, why, why? Senseless, man. You know, I got, I got shot in the back by my cousin in a shootout with a rival, not like, you know, we don't gang bang in Tennessee, man. Like we, we money gang. It's all about money, you know, and we were in a shootout and my cousin. You mean like owing and like money, money gain, money lost, that kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And my cousin shot and he hit me in the back, man. And. I was like, son of a bitch. I was like, bro. I was like, it's your cousin. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry, cuz. I was like, make the fuck out of here. You're sorry. This is like, fuck it out. Let's just fucking have paintball games. (laughs) (laughs) This is wild, man. Like, do you, do you own a gun? Well, I guess you have to own a gun, don't you? Oh, yeah. I got, yeah. I've got, um, Almost double digits, and put it like that. Fucking hell, man! But you know, like even even being in the country area, because I had to move because I almost killed somebody. So um, we moved out to the country. Of course, it was self defense. You know, it wasn't. I ain't a fucking nut case, but um, and we get out here, man, and it's like. Totally different, but you still you you drive ten minutes northeast, west, or south, you're gonna be in a neighborhood where you're gonna need a pistol, maybe two. So, how do we fix this then? What's the? How do we go to the bright side? How do we move towards the light? It's honestly, man. It's you have to get to the bad. And let them know, man, that it's, you know, that they're bad. And I don't know. Is COVID-19 just a good idea? <laughs> I think, I, I, I think, I think that's what it is. It's quality control, or, uh, quantity control. Population. Quality control. and quantitative control. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. It's a, it's a terrible thing that it affects the older people a lot more than the younger people. Yeah. If you could just smash a lot. <laughs> Like the rich can hell they'll go off, you know, Tom Cruise or um what's the, not Tom Cruise, um uh the verb Tom Hanks. He's dead now. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Oh. Him and his wife go to a whole nother country after they've had COVID and they let them travel. Down in Australia. Yeah. 
And how in the fuck are you going to let the elite travel, but the poor has to say, stay here? Well, I mean, I mean, you know, they publicized the event of getting it. Like, whether he could escape it or not, it was a not, I don't know, was it a nice thing or a terrible thing for him to go, we are in lockdown now, we, and I feel, <coughs> I feel a bit bad. So, <laughs> I'm a virus. <coughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Are you gonna? Get, are you gonna get the? Um, are you gonna get the shot? Um, eventually, yes. Yeah, I will. Of course, I will. I had to turn it down, man. I don't know. I, I just, but of course, I don't even get the flu shot, bro. Like, I don't. I'm I'm more of a naturalist, you know what I'm saying? Like, unless it comes to something like super serious. You know, I try to eat. I, I get, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. But also at the same time, I, I do have faith in the. I don't have faith in drug companies. I, I also am a healthy skeptic. You know, I'm, I'm a health, I'm a healthy person who is has skepticism against the world and like the world's powers. But at the same time, when everybody can come together in such a short time and try to solve a problem scientifically i'm going to get behind that and when when scientifically when there's lots of people from different companies from different mm, a problem to be solved is a problem shared there is a situation to be argued there where there is a common good and unfortunately, like, I'd love to exacerbate like a, a a problem worldwide where there is like, ah, let's just fucking kill them all. It'll be fine. It'll be great. Let's just smash the population there. It'll be fine. Let's kill lots of them. Unfortunately, I don't think this is one of those times. There will be one. There will be that battle to be fought in the future. You're right. There will, will, will certainly be one of those. But under this circumstance, I think this is 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 okay. Like if if like lots of people, lots of if there was one drug company just going like, ah, we're gonna go for it. Let's just fucking smash it. No, then I would be a bit more kind of, I'd be a bit more savvy about it. Right. But I, I think we're okay. I think we're all right. Even China and Russia have got their own drugs. Like, no, no, no. I think you, I think it's a little bit, we have to be a bit wise here. This is the one where if you don't take it, I think it's a, it's kind of almost got that, oh, I'm doing those inverted commas where you do those little things with your eyes and your your fingers now. It's got to be like, it's a double bluff. Get inoculated. Be good. It's all right. Right. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm more of a, I just, the, the government over here in the U.S., man, they are so fucking shady so i don't know but, but but hang on hang on you know what before coronavirus they were also so 
fucking shady anyway. The only so, thing they want. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing they all want is to get the fucking economy going again. And without us, there is no economy. So they absolutely want something. They want, they want to get it. They want everybody to get be okay so they can fucking get the economy going again. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. It's, it's so, it's so fucking crazy because, you know, you literally have groups like Antifa, you know, and. But what I, is Antifa really? Antifa is really nothing. Donald Trumpism. Uh, I, like, I'm sorry. I don't mean to bring up politics and all this kind of bullshit. But, um, Antifa is like, Antifa is like, what is Antifa anyway? It's like, it's like, I think it's like it's a weird part of Marxism, which most of us really buy into anyway. Do you think it? Do you think that the government started that? Which which government? The I mean, I'm British. Government. You're American. We all have governments. Why? Why? Like, there is no government. There's just people who own a lot of fucking things and make a lot of money very true. and try to get into power. That is very true. We got fucking George Soros. Man, he's the fu- he's a fucking multi-billionaire. But also, so is Kanye West. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, well, well yeah, he, he made just a... Oh, that was interesting, wasn't it? Because we had the Forbes thing right now, didn't we? Right, yep. Let me just... Uh, I'm just going to bring up the Forbes... Forbes Top 100 Companies, the Global 2020. What was this? Yeah, I'll accept that. I'll do that on Google. The Global... What's that? Oh, my God. I've just been directed to this incredible weird... So, okay. Oh, oh that was the other thing, wasn't it? China. 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 <laughs> China and its billionaires. Well, do you know what? Well, China was... Uh, China, America... I I think just all right. Good, hey man. God bless you. Take care, bro. Oh, you too, good man. You too, my friend. Have a wonderful day. Lovely to hang out with you a little bit well as well, my friend. I don't know, man. I I don't think anything's changed, has it? Really, it's just like there's loads of people. Gaining lots more money. Like that, I, I think wasn't wasn't the idea of just like oh, as soon as Corona, it, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? As soon as coronavirus began, everybody would just invest in if you were sensible. What um what was going to become profitable? Face masks, pharmaceuticals. Bloody! It wasn't going to be transport, was it? It wasn't going to be like rent, was it? It was going to be, you know, yeah. it's going to be all those kind of other nonsense kind of. Definitely wasn't going to be going on holiday to Saudi Arabia, 
was it? And like petrol went down, so let us not invest in petrol. <laughs> it's just kind of like, oh dear, oh, I don't know. Everybody had loads of money, sensibly made money out of not investing out what was going to be traditionally making money. I mean, Bitcoin did well, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, do you know what? Making food at home went well, but not investing in fucking <laughs> in flipping restaurants. That didn't go well, did it? No, not at all. It's like one of those things. It's like, oh, let's invest in face masks. So all the rich people were just like, ah, oh, let's put all our money into like Pfizer. Let's put all our money into like drug companies. Let's put all our money into whatever people are doing, what Bezos is doing. Ah, oh, let's do that. It'll be fine for a year. We've made loads of money because we, we live our lives on the stock markets. The rest of them, fuck it. They'll die soon. <laughs> well, that's, that's pretty much the way the rich stay, man. It's like we're all, we're sl- I, th- I just think we're all slaves to the government, man. We have to do what they say. But is it is it the government or is it just the wealthy? It's it's the government. I mean, you well because but who 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 owns everybody who, is the who, government? If you look at like people like Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters, um, Adam Sh- uh, is it Schiff. Who who allows who 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 are the people that allow them to get into those positions? It's the people. It's, it's not the people, though, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It's, it's, not, it's not the people. It's not it's the people. Not, it's the it's government. The rich. the rich perpetuate their own nominations. Yeah, you're 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 right. Surely. I mean, surely it's just kind of like, oh, let's put this person forward. They're gonna propagate our, you know, our own votes. Like, oh, you're in there. Let's do you a favor. What are you going to do? Betraying your own interests? Or are you going to take a backhand? I mean, come on. True. True, but you have to understand why is most, you know, how can, I want to know how a president, say, like Bill Clinton, he could not afford to pay rent when he was the governor of Arkansas. He had to live in the governor's mansion. All right, when he started getting paid as the governor, you know, that, that salary is, is only a hundred thousand a year. Okay. After he was a president for how many years? Six after he got impeached. In that six years, how did this man become one of the richest men in the world? The Clinton family? is one of the richest families in the world, and they came from dirt. Her book didn't sell. His scandal didn't sell the way they thought. You know, he he just made it cool to get head in the White House again. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like John John F. Kennedy, he loved to fuck women downstairs in the little, in that little basement thing. 
Um, oh, you're you're going on Democrats right then, aren't you? Like Clinton's worth seventy-five million. Yeah, that I mean that's that's ridiculous. I mean, good lord, how can you come into a job that pays at the most two hundred thousand dollars a year? You're in there for eight years, let's say. What is that? That's $2.5 million at the most. You can't, there's no way you should be worth $50 million like the Obamas. You know, and I'm talking every president. You know, I think, I think Trump should have shown his tra- tax records. I don't think he should have waited on that, but I think everybody should have to show that. Because Yeah, yeah. They they need to make it clear what they were. You know, I lived in L.A. I know that, you know, that place, it's a shithole, man. It sucked. But there were some good places. Like, some of it, man, I loved loved the fucking hills. I loved the valley. I, I loved southern Mexico. I mean, or southern Cali, almost Mexico. I loved it. But it was so trashy, bro. Like people, like people were shitting on the streets back then. They're just now filming it. So I'm like, man, you've been in office for so long. You were there during the LA riots. Why the fuck are you still there? You haven't helped this community whatsoever. The homeless population is ridiculous. I walked out there. We were there in 2016 and to visit my family and stuff. We drove, me and my cousin drove around. I was like, are you fucking kidding me, man? They got two fucking sides of the street lined with tents. And I just, I couldn't believe it, man. I was just like, this is, this is crazy. You know, why is this chick still, a Congress or in Congress, period. Anything to do with state office. So, so what about for now? What do you say about AOC? I, I believe AOC had just had to learn the hard way. Honestly, I, I think AOC is truly would be a great person for you know for the United States, like you know her her state. Um, what she's doing, she just, she's green. She's green. She jumped in. She was mad. Um, she thought she could make a crazy difference and she learned how the government really worked. But I think AOC is definitely, I don't think she's a dumbass. I, I definitely don't. She's That's definitely some, not a dumbass, is she? No. We, we need more people. We, we need, the AOC is a springboard, no? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they brought in a bartender, a bartender. You know, she don't know anything about politics. You know, you brought her in. She was the scapegoat to be stupid because she she is kind of dingy, but she's she's a very smart woman. And that's what she's saying now. She's like, you know, I'm seeing how this government works. And it, it's not it's not cut and dry whatsoever. 
And it's nice. It's nice to have an angry person, isn't it? It to to a point. You know, to a point. You know, I, don't, I didn't like the the. Ilhan Omar, I'm I'm not a fan of her whatsoever. <laughs> you know, for someone to gripe and complain about violence in the streets and say or or say that it's good to go and we're gonna fight, we're not gonna fight, and then you you're talking out about you know stuff that's happening now after the Trump administration. You're lucky to be here. You know, she, my cousin, James Smith, Sergeant James Smith, was on the Blackhawk, one of the Blackhawks that went down in Somalia. And he told me, he was like, man, he said, those people hated us. He was like, all we were doing was trying to feed them and get the warlord out of the country. He said, and they attacked us, man, and it went on and on and on. And sorry, sorry. What was which, which country was that? What was going on? Okay. And that's what they were there for. They weren't there to fight. They were there to feed. And what the Somalian warlord was doing was having the army come and shoot up the the bags of rice, all the food. And if the Somalians had got on the truck, they'd blow them off. And that's when the Americans stepped in and were fighting the the warlord's army. But when they again, were, that 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 that's an argument of of uh, like what a war, an incursion, like a fight. I mean, did you know what? Do you know what America? I, I'm sorry. We're having a we're having a chat. We're having a, a good a, a good conversation here. We're not having a disagreement. When when I say, do you know what America? This is not about you. This is not about you at all. This is not about you and I. Like you, when I say America, like America's never have a war on its own territory. Apart apart from um, agree. Pearl Harbor or Pearl Harbor, yeah. And that really, you know, that's that was on. You never had an incursion, though, have you? You never had a war. You you you've not really had a a a big situation. Invasion, yeah, we've never had an invasion. You've you've had, you know, you've had um, nine eleven. Yeah. Big thing, big thing, big thing. Definitely, I mean that. That definitely was. Uh, You've not really had like you know. The world, world, the big world stuff. <laughs> yeah, and that's <laughs> joined it. And I agree, with the, you know, with the border patrol, but I, it needs to be for our whole entire country. Because honestly, and be honest with me, Pop, if I came over there, you know, where, where what part of the UK are you in? I I I'm I'm in England, but I'm Scottish, and you know I'm half Scottish and I'm half Greek. But well, I live like in what, England. What city? What city are you in? In uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't live in that city. Um, I, live in, I live in the country. <laughs> all right, say I want, <laughs> hey, all right, say I wanted to come over here and live with you, or, 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 like be be roommates or something. 
Um, right. That would be so, so much fun. So I would have to go over there. Do you think that I could just walk into your city and your country? I mean, if you had a visa, if you had a visa, you'd be fine. You'd be fine. But why is it so bad that they don't want illegal Hispanics or anybody illegal coming into our country? I mean, well, exactly. Who's going to build this fucking imaginary wall? But there shouldn't even be a wall. Like, there should be an understanding of... Of course. There should be an understanding of if they come over here illegal. I don't care if it's Hispanics. I love Hispanics. I've got plenty of friends that are Hispanic. Middle Eastern, love them. I mean, UK, love them. I mean, it's, it's the point of... You gotta know who you let into your house, man. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah, I I think I do know what you're saying. It's like there's good people, there are bad people. It's like, ah, oh, how, how do you learn to trust people? It shouldn't be on the bullshit of history or one man's history or the idea of another person's history because well, of their agenda. Sorry about that, Pop. That's uh, all right. It just gave me the two-minute warning. I don't know what that is. I really ain't been on here. I think that means, like, we're going to have to start a new show. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be, like, Podbean used to be a three-hour show, but now it's a two-hour show. Oh, okay. Yes, I'm just now getting on here. You know, I'm – I do – I do music, you know what I'm saying? That's what I do, man. I don't, you know. I don't yeah, know. man. Well, I I do as well. I I, I you know, I got I got the old guitar down here. We're going to get some. All right. There you, go. <laughs> you, you know. know. that. Got a fucking banjo as well. <laughs> you got a banjo? Oh, goddamn, you're gonna make me do that? <laughs> <laughs> Play that shit. Uh, anybody listening, watching, uh, we are def- we're definitely gonna start another, another podcast and it goes down to, in, uh, two minutes, but I'm gonna go live again, so, uh, watch for it. Uh.